who plays pitcher Rick Wild Thing Vaughn in the Major League oh Series? That, that's the best question of the day. Wild Thing. Um, you make my heart sing. You cannot sing the um, song and then get it wrong. Everything. Each word means you, you should know it more. I'm just I'm stalling here is what I'm doing. It's a this is the best day of my life. It's the okay, best this. question, Dad. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hey, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> we are starting a podcast right now is what we're doing. Um, my other son, Michael, is going to be joining us. And this is exciting because he makes cameo appearances on the podcast. Uh, he anchors uh, an occasional, very rare segment called Greg Doesn't Know Movies. And we're going to have another one of those. But well, well hopefully we're going to have yeah, that. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, if he ever shows up. Yeah. Michael tends to run late. Um, <laughs> he's a procrastinator. He's a late runner. And uh, we're starting the podcast, and he's not here yet. He's so we're already, to... and we gave him ten minutes. We were supposed to start. It's we're, we're recording this Friday. We're supposed to start at five thirty. It's five forty. You know, so we're right. giving him. We already gave him the ten minutes he asked for. So we'll see when he gets here. Like I, I have faith that he'll be here shortly. And, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You're you're a more faithful man than than me, but we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But um, should we get to what I wanted to talk about? Because it's a. It's a it's a very serious thing that concerns dancing. Should we get to that well, yet or no? Well, we have started the podcast, so I'm glad you just asked me that clunky <laughs> sentence of like, should you bring up things that should we have a discussion on a discussion show? No, Dad. Dad, the answer's no to your question. Okay. Look, I saw a commercial on TV the other day that infuriated me. Christ. Okay. It's a commercial for some medication. You know, the, the medications all work wonders on TV. Okay, so this guy takes a pill. Obviously, it works wonders. And in the next scene, he's a middle-aged guy. You see him dancing on a crowded dance floor. A pill teaches him how to dance? Well, no, but it makes him feel good enough <laughs> oh, to, like a... to exercise his full talent okay. in the art of dancing. He was having and back problems, and now he can dance. I th- it might have been a back thing. Okay. Back kind of thing. But he's dancing, and he's dominating the dance floor. His arms are flailing. He's doing all these moves. And, and it, you know, it, the camera cuts to all the women swooning and it's unbelievable. And it made me realize that the 98 percent of us who really don't know how to dance just absolutely hate people like that. Wow. Who get on a dance floor, know how to dance and can't resist just showing it to everybody else. You got I it. At, that. You got it at 98 percent. I think what it's like think? I think it's more like 90 percent. I, think, yeah, I really? think it's a little less than that. Because you have to remember, there's a large part of the uh, of the audience or Wait, viewers less than that what like, I less than what I said or what my dad said. I think so because yeah. I mean, look at these talent shows like America's Got Talent. People really love people who can dance well. Look at TikTok; the whole app is almost based on dancing. TikTok has made dancing more cool. There's no doubt oh, about that. God, I'm interested in dad and you like having real anger towards these people. Right? It's hatred. Is like, what at, it is. At a <laughs> wedding, you know how boring a wedding would be if it was all Greg Cody's. <laughs> like, have right. you seen yourself dance like these I people, like I, i'm like i am not i'm not gonna put myself in the two percent that can dance like very well obviously i'm not a tiktok star but i can i have more rhythm than some people and i like to get after it at a wedding and you know 
it's fun. You're the li- the life of the party is usually the person on the dance floor at the wedding that's getting oh, after it. Like that, well. you're just like the most stereotypical, like two step, just like moving side to side, clapping your hands. Like, thank you. Exactly. Oh, your dancing just, is just dis- just so boring. Okay, first of all, I don't enjoy dancing. I hate it. I do it because I'm married to a woman who does enjoy dancing. So I'm trying to be the nice husband. I love how you have mom as a big dancer. Mom will get out and dance for like three songs, maybe at a wedding. Well, but like, first of all, when you get to be our age, the only time you dance is at a wedding reception. Okay. It's not like we go dancing, quote unquote. You don't go to live often, you and mom? (laughs) God, Oh my God, is that... I need you to go to live one time. Maybe this is a Levitard show bit where we make a YouTube video of just you a night out at live with Greg Cody. Is, is that the, the club in the fountain blue? I think so. I've honestly never been. Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously I've heard of it, but what is it? Is it a strip club? Is it a nightclub? No, it? it's just a club. Okay. So people do what they're 11. Besides... You're speaking of club 11. Is I, I am a, thinking of 11. A, whoa, you've been there. No, I, I have not. I'm driven by it. <laughs> Baby! I always wondered what it is, because isn't it open like 24 hours? I always wondered what it is. I feel <laughs> like you're playing coy Greg, right now. Greg walks into 11 at 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> I love the idea of you at 11. No, I have never been to uh, to 11, but it doesn't surprise me it's a strip club, because in England, um, when somebody refers to, to a, a pretty female as having legs 11, that's like a compliment. It means, you know, she's got legs... Yeah, uh, you know, tall, big legs. Anyway, anyway, uh, that was that was really awkward. Cut that out. But um, <laughs> leave it in. Uh, you know, dancing. It's something I tolerate. It's something I do for hopefully for ten minutes a year. And and when I see people um, just showing off on the dance floor, it just annoys me. That's all. <laughs> you know, the the guys who they do the, they do that dance where you know they hold the woman's hand and she twirls around and yeah, this isn't the fifties. Like no one's doing those dances anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I see it all the time. Hey, there's Michael. <laughs> you guys hear me? Hey. Yeah. He looks like he's asleep. Hey, there's Michael. How you guys doing? Good. So this is it? Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is exciting. <laughs> Dad was just ranting against people who are good dancers, basically saying that he doesn't like how when you go to a wedding. Like, Dad, I was trying to trying to paint the picture of how boring a wedding would be if a wedding was just all dad on the dance floor. Like, did, like did he mentioned that his dancing is uh, not moving is literally standing in place while moving his like hips. <laughs> that's correct. That's, that, that is sound, correct. That and sounds, I've been complimented on that dance. That sounds more like your Friday night. Am I right, Greg? <laughs> no, I love a dance where your feet are essentially anchored to the floor, but there's a lot of shoulder hip, and elbow movement that's my idea of dancing <laughs> uh, but dad you do like you do like a spin a weird like spin like with with a beer bottle in your hand yeah i love a good spin yeah thank you doesn't that sound great i mean it's fantastic so what do you hate more the person who really can dance well and just shows it off or the person who like is super serious thinking they can dance well but really can't yeah i hate both parties <laughs> wow uh, i really do see in my case i know i can't dance when I'm up there, I purposely don't pick like the outside where people can actually see me. I try to gravitate into the middle where I'm dancing and no one can see me. I'm totally anonymous and, and praying that it's a short song because there's nothing worse than dancing and the song just doesn't end. It's like one of those seven and a half minute songs. I'm, my armpits are sweating. Uh, I'm waiting to get back to the table. 
it's just endless. How do you even uh, know that why, experience? <laughs> uh, because at wedding receptions and everything. Uh, that's why when I, I time it perfectly, when I'm uh, uh, a couple of times as a token, because I have to, I'll, if it's a slow dance, I'll ask your mother if she'd care to dance. But I always do it like a minute into the song. So that <laughs> by the time we get up there, and we start dancing. It's probably a minute of dancing, and then the song is ending, and it's fantastic. You're boring. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> well, you really losing me there. I know my limitations, <laughs> Dad. How come you? Uh, don't, how come you don't think that you could dance the way you think you could hit a home run and kick a fifty-yard field goal? That's <laughs> true. Like, why aren't you overconfident with that? You also think you could be an actor, but you but you just you punt on dancing. Uh, I don't punt on dancing. I mean, I do dance. I just recognize that I'm not very confident dancing. You know, I would be confident behind a camera acting. I could do any role. Behind the camera acting? <laughs> or in front of the camera. Could you do the role of a dancer? Wow. Um, <laughs> that's a good, that's a trick question, Yeti. <laughs> you could do the role of Greg Cody. And that's um, it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm really not sure if I could or not. Um, Michael is joining us today, by the way, and we're thrilled to have him because uh, he captains the ship called greg doesn't know movies yes yes huh yeah How about that uh-huh. we don't do this much um i'm excited about today's greg doesn't know movies because we've never done a themed version of it before and today we are doing sports movies i think we should just get into it this might take oh, wow. a little longer than i think with the amount of questions we have so we have some good okay. questions here so i think we should just bang this out banging it no pun intended with like four dudes sitting in a zoom and then i think we should uh yeah let's do that michael so are you ready it's also great because dad chris and i we always like have like a couple like a little debate on on us on a couple questions and like it's it's something that you should definitely know but we're like i don't think he's gonna know this and it's something that yeah. everybody knows like right well this has got to be my wheelhouse right sports flicks all right so mike do you have them in front of you uh i got it on my phone do you still hear me yes you're good you might not see me though all right it's fine Michael's you're just frozen yeah it's actually perfect you fr- you're frozen on your o face <laughs> your o face is my o so, face. Uh... all right greg are you ready for the movie test i am all right i doubt you will do well Thank you for that. Let's go. First question. Name the 2015 boxing movie starring Michael B. Jordan. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Right when I read that, I'm like, he wouldn't get that in a million years. (laughs) I mean, how did that guy become an actor named Michael Jordan? He had to throw the B in there. I know that. I mean, that is why he threw the B in there. Don't you change your name, though? No, you just I throw knew, it I knew that was that okay. was all you were going to have for this question. Just talking about Michael Jordan <laughs> coming from the guy who's couldn't be more proud of his name. Like, you know, what I mean, like you love your name more than any. Our, our podcast is called The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. And you're like, this guy should have just changed his name. What's what's, his, no, what's the because, big deal? Because because the NBA's all time greatest player wasn't named Greg Cody. That's the difference in this conversation. You would probably take more pride in that if, if that was the case. And Michael B. Jordan should cower down and like, you know, live in the f- uh, shame for that. Like, M- Michael's totally right here. You're just burying the lead here that you didn't know that that it's Creed. It's the movie Creed. He still doesn't know what that is. Okay, Creed. I, I never heard of it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Greg B. Cody show with Greg B. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on. You've never heard of Creed? No. I've okay. heard of Apollo Creed. I didn't know it was a movie. Okay. It's his son. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you're going yeah. you're going into a lot of details for him there. All right. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question number two. 
in the movie Coach Carter, who plays Coach Carter? Oh God, <laughs> I don't. I've never heard of Coach Carter. <laughs> I knew this. Oh, this is gonna be good. Samuel who? Jackson. Who? Sam Jackson. <laughs> no, I never. When is that era? Like yeah. what era? Love Sam Jackson. You Where is that call, from? You calling him Sam Jackson is always funny. I mean, that is Coach funny. Carter. I never heard of that. Oh, it's based God. on a true story, Greg. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next question. If you say so. Name the famous Disney movie starring Dennis Quaid in which he plays a high school baseball coach attempting to become one of the oldest rookies in Major League Baseball history. Oh, boy. <laughs> You are throwing some obscure movies at me here. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, Quaid Ball. <laughs> you don't know The Rookie? The Rookie? You don't know that? I, I got a phone call here. Should I take oh, it? Or? Christ. Hang on. Just pause for a second. I got to take this call. Just take no. a 10-second break. Right. No problem. All right. We'll, we'll make it work. Okay. Look at this. Great, Cody, coming right, back thanks. from a call. Bye. Look at this. <laughs> business call in the middle of a podcast, Greg Cody. I'm so important. I get business calls in the middle of a podcast that I come back into the room where the mic hears me saying, that's good. We'll make it work. <laughs> As he starts coughing. Like, good God. That was my boss. Sorry. So it wasn't Sam Jackson. It was not Sam Jackson. It okay. was not Sam Jackson. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. All right. Let's go. Moving on. All right, Dad. Not counting the the movies that I just asked you about, you didn't know them anyway. Uh, can you name five sports movies? <laughs> yes. I love Michael's going just rogue with this one. This is not a pre a pre planned question. I love this, but it's such a good one because I don't think you're going to be able to do it. Okay, five movies, sports movies. Yes, um, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, uh, Mighty Ducks. Uh, Sandlot. Damn it. And uh, how many is that? <laughs> That's four, Greg. And Ro- and Rocky. I think we should cut that. We're not going to end them going. You know what? I, I know <laughs> you better not cut that. Why? No, Just that, that, I got that, it that's right? not really a win for you. You you asked how many was that at four? Like, <laughs> it's absolutely a win, and yeah. you better not cut that out. But but that most people just bang them out. You're like, oh god, how many am I on? <laughs> well, you know, I had to. It's a struggle. All right, here we go, Greg. Next question. Which NBA player starred in the classic basketball film, He Got Game? He Got Game. Uh, Former NBA player? Yes. I always mix that up with the white shadow. (laughs) Um, What? Wait. What in the hell is the white shadow? He Got Game. What? Uh, I know it's not LeBron James because he's the the, uh, Space Jam guy. Yeah. what the hell is the white shadow? It's a 1978 drama series. <laughs> Thank you. But it, it revolved around high school basketball. It does revolve around basketball, Thank according you. to the internet. But Thank dad, you. you asked, you were like, is it a former NBA player? We said yes. And you're like, I always get that confused with this. Yeah. Random series. <laughs> no, I do. Like, um, I don't know. I, with the white shadow. I don't know the name of that. He got game. I don't know. <laughs> now we can see the top of Michael's head. Um, the white shadow. No, I don't know. I don't know who. Uh, I mean, right, Dad, wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Before uh, what? Who's Jesus Shuttlesworth? I have no. Oh, wait a minute! Hang on. Um, no. Oh gosh, who's? Uh, I can picture his face. Because I was thinking of including that in the question, but I, I thought you might know that because of the heat. The Seventy Sixers guy. <laughs> 
What's his name? The 76ers guy. Yeah, he made the Hall of Fame, I think. Real popular. Little guard. Dad, no. It's Ray Allen. You're what? Little... <laughs> Ray Allen was in He Got Game? You are so bad. It wow, was almost this is blood shadow, Dad. Man, I uh, thought you were going to be decent at the sports thing. Jesus Christ, man. All right, well, we're, we're not done yet. I'll Your rally. pop culture is terrible. Jesus. Rallying it. I, all right, Dad, you ready? This next question was made by Chris, and there is no chance he gets this. In what movie is the main character a pitcher named Henry Rongana? Um, I know the movie. Now I have to think of the name of it. Um, Black Shadow. <laughs> it's the pitcher. Uh, it's it's based around the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Dad, you want some hints? All right, Dad. He's a little kid. He's a pitcher on the Cubs. Oh God, no, a little that, kid. That's, Dude, that's too Chris, easy. what do you think he knows? <laughs> Sandlot. Oh my God, is that that's right? one of the five movies I knew? Is it Sandlot? This is terrible. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Oh, damn it. We have to move quicker here because I want to keep all these in. Oh, like seriously. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go. Dad, the other day you told me that you loved the movie Field of Dreams. Right. Who is the lead actor in that movie? Oh, I nailed it. What'd you say? Kevin Costner. Yeah, that yeah. was... That was uh, you you know, nailed Kevin Costner? Normally, we got you on that. All right, next question. Nailed it! Nailed right. it! You you got one right. Good for you. Thank you. I feel like if we would... We could have worded that question differently and gotten you with that movie, for sure. I don't know that. Listen. He, no, no, no. Here. That was the first movie he said. I think he actually somehow knows it. All right, Dad. Who is the broadcaster in the movie Major League? Um... <laughs> I, I I can give the actor's name, not the actor's character, right? Wait, what? <laughs> he plays himself. Oh, he That's does. the best thing you could have said. Um, I want to oh, say... I don't think he does um, play himself. I, yeah, the answer. I guess he's not playing himself. I, no, I, I, I know. He pretty much is, but that sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> he just but, is, though. Everyone thinks of him as who he is. <laughs> okay, I'm about to nail another answer, and, and the answer is Bob Uecker. Wow. There you go. You you, you should row, get baby. that. You should get that. I mean, Jesus. Thank you. And no, I did so get true. That's the beauty of this game. Is like it's not impressive when you get it. <laughs> I am rallying. I know <laughs> rallying. It's gonna. This is gonna be his best ever, and he's gonna get like three out of like a million right. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Next question. Who plays the main character Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks series? Um, that's the coach, right? Mighty Ducks guy. Yeah, um, I know who it is. I can picture him. Just a little side note: Greg was told this answer like a, like a week ago. Um, isn't it the guy from Three and a Half Men? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, though? It's his. It's his brother. He's like the guy who went off the rails. It's not Charlie Sheen. That's who I'm thinking of. And no. it's also Two and a Half Men. <laughs> yeah, oh, Three and a Half whatever. Men. Whatever. Um. I don't know. Al Sheen. I don't know. <laughs> Weekly clean. I don't know. What, what's the name? That was the best. I almost passed out. Oh, I'm dizzy. Oh, that's so great. Al Sheen. What's his name? Uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! The Mighty Ducks man. You were there. Wait a minute, that's Chuck Sheen's brother? For real? Oh my god. Why are you saying Chuck? Yeah, they are either brothers or cousins. I can't remember. Like, hey, All right, yeah. so I got that half right. I've got two and a half right. No, you didn't. Yeah, yes, not, cl- not even close. Dad, you said Al Sheen. 
All right, here we go. Right. Next question. Two and a half. All right, Greg. What actor was nominated for an Academy Award for his portrayal of Muhammad Ali in the movie Ali? Ah, oh, boy. Um, wow. Don't, you don't know who played Ali? I told you, Chris, uh, this is the one Chris thought you would know this. I was like, this, we can't put this one in here. I'm like, he's going to know this one. Right, like, give me a hint. What year did the movie come it out? It was a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> the white shadow. <laughs> the white, does this um, remind you of the white shadow too? <laughs> All right, I have no hint coming, so I'm gonna I'm I'm flying solo here. Carl Weathers. Um ooh, that's a good guess. Oh Carl Weathers. Um hang on. Muggsy. I'm gonna say um uh, who's that famous actor? Oh god, this could get dangerous. <laughs> I really don't know. I have a guy in mind, but I can't conjure his name. <laughs> That was Al Sheen, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's it Al Sheen. Was, it was Will Smith. <laughs> oh God, no you, way! You didn't know Will Smith played Ali? No effing yeah, way! This is Will just Smith this play. is just you forgetting things. You're like, kidding, you, right? At one point in your life, you saw a preview or you Dang, knew he was playing thing. Ali, and you just forgot. Dan just talked about it this week, maybe on Tuesday's show. I can't remember, <laughs> but he did just cover it this week. Yeah, Will Smith doesn't have the chops to play Ali. That's Part of the question was he was nominated. All right. Good for him. This is great. This is great. <laughs> if you say so. I can't tell you how many times we've done a thing where, like, uh, we, we think that when you hear the answer, you're going to be like, oh, I almost had it. And you're, like, not even in the same boat. Like, you're just like, <laughs> like oh, what? Who? He's, he's forever skeptical. Yeah, I was picturing somebody else, but definitely not Will Smith. All right, what's the next question? Don Cheadle. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Next question, Dad. Name the classic Pee Wee football movie starring Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. Oh, shame on you. I can no, I can picture both of them in the movie. <laughs> like I can picture their characters. You always say but, that. But I'm having trouble coming up with the name of the film. He's like, I know the faces. Um <laughs> it's a football movie. The question says it's a Pee Wee football movie. I don't know. Little Giants. <laughs> Little Giants, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Well, you Was it Little Giants or you Little? Did, you didn't get it. We don't need to be told you weren't going to get it. <laughs> he goes, I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> oh, great. All right, here we go. Next question. Name the classic football movie starring Jamie Foxx, Al Pacino, and Cameron Diaz. Um, easy answer. The Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? No. No. My name is Willie. <laughs> Willie Beeman. I got the ladies screaming. The longest yard. Nothing? That doesn't help All right, me. Dad, no. it has to do uh, with the day of the week. Al Pacino gives his most... Oh, never on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> Always on Sunday. Any given Sunday. <laughs> wow. Oh, any given Sunday. Dad. Man, I should know that because that was filmed in the Orange Bowl in Miami. <laughs> What if he was like, I should know that I was an extra on that movie. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had been, quite frankly. You always deliver on this game. You well, do. You guys make the questions too hard. <laughs> these are, Dad, these are not hard. 80% of the people listening to this have gotten every single one of these answers. Oh, I doubt that. Okay. I've been dreaming of a particular question, but it hasn't come yet. Go ahead. All right, Dad. Uh, that's the end. That's all the questions. Uh, once again, you failed for the most part. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. I've got one. One more chance for him to redeem himself. Oh, here we go. A yes, a yes, twin. 
you know, yeah, yeah, a yes, a yes twin. Uh, this is, you know, being me being a, a Greg, also being self-involved. My first date was actually to go see Major League Two. And so who plays uh, pitcher Rick Wild Thing Vaughn in the Major League oh series? That's the best question of the day. Wild Thing. Um, you make my heart sing. You cannot sing the um, song and then get it wrong. You can't like, sing everything. Each, uh, each word means you, you should know it more. I'm just I'm stalling here is what I'm doing. It's a this is the best day of my life. It's the okay, best this, question, Dad. This is the best dismount since uh, Carrie Strug. Are you ready? Oh, shit. The answer is Chuck Sheen. Wow. Did you just, did you just mess with us? Did you have Thank it the whole you. time? Did you have it the whole time? Did you mess with us I, I there? I pretty much knew, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, that was... I knew that. Yeah. Thank you. You were doing good pod there. I feel like you just got to get that wrong. You just got to get that wrong. You set it up so perfectly. I feel like I got half those questions right. I got four questions right. Wait, why is he why is he saying Chuck? Well, Charlie Sheen. I don't think people call him Chuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> like Sam Jackson, he's yeah. Chuck Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I know he's the Chuck guy. You know, the guy from, from 14 and a half men. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's not Bob De Niro. Like people don't call him Chuck. Yeah, but people do actually do call him Bob De Niro, yeah. Yeah, they totally do. <laughs> Clearly you haven't listened to Cinephile. <laughs> yeah, Adnan Burke of Cinephile. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great podcast yes way. thank you you gotta we, listen we to cinephile we should continue to support chris in cinephile because as long as he has that job i'm more likely to keep this one that's true exactly true. that's true <laughs> man you don't know the truth of that okay <laughs> um, and by the way i gotta tell you the one question that i was dreaming of because i knew the answer <laughs> field of dreams who starred in field of that, dreams are you kidding <laughs> kevin oh Costner. thank you oh okay. Is he serious? Wait a minute. You're just saying thank you for giving me that question. No. I wish. Or have you already forgot? <laughs> no, Yeti, he's not. <laughs> Yeti, I know you were like, there's no way he could be doing this, so I'm just going to assume that he's... I'm dying. I'm so... Oh, was that a question? Dad, what's going on with you? <laughs> Cut that out. No. No. That is staying in. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh, Greg. I got so many questions right that I couldn't keep track of them. <laughs> when you said Al Sheen, I almost passed out. I'm dying literally. Yeah. Like I got dizzy. I'm not joking. Uh, well, let's we let's we have to regroup. Wait, what's great is there is truly always every time like three or four of like amazing moments like this. Like when we do this, Chef's kiss, Dad. Let's just standing ovation on the way to a commercial. Yeah, All right. thank Greg you. Cody, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. It's the sight, the sound, the smell of it, morning, night, or noon. It's the feeling you're always welcome, and when you leave, we'll see you soon. It's the place you always go to, when you're with friends or you're all alone. It's the taste of Nelly's Diner, the place you feel at home. Step back in time when you step into Nelly's Diner. It's the only place in town to taste Wild Bill Cody's Bison Burger, deep fried in Nana's 100-year-old lard. Or try a tall stack of our award-winning PFBI pancakes. Dig into the signature Thang-a-thang salad. Or try an Uncle Dick footlong. Anything you want and anytime you want it, we got it. All served up with a free side of smiles. We are right where we've been for 60 years at 1440 Zagaki Street downtown. Nelly's Diner. It's the taste of home you never had because your mom sucked at cooking. It's the taste of Nelly's Diner that makes you feel at home. 
right. I think uh, I think most of you know that we tried to get uh, Nellie Corda, the rising LPGA star, the women's golfer, to sponsor uh, Nellie's diner to do an ad for that, and she turned us down flatly. We're also going after Lionel Messi, but um, people keep telling me that he's untouchable. You know, we, we don't have a chance. So we're going to see. We'll keep you posted on that. But speaking of Messi. Are, I need, are you needing me to record Messi's Diner now? Do we have to write that song now? If, if we get Lionel Messi, we will name the diner after That him, is me. such a funny visual of Messi being the sponsor. Um, I, like, I love how like that's our pecking order of like what we go for Nelly Corda, the golfer. And then it's like next up on our list. All right. Messy. Hey, look, put a Lobo's mint under your pillow and dream big. Am I right? I mean, we'll call it Leo's diner if he comes on board. But um, speaking of uh, Lionel Messi, him leaving Barcelona is monumental news. It, well, it dwarfs. We should probably say when we're talking before we like actually because he could be gone and he could have stayed like we don't know what's actually going to happen. Well, we are actually recording this uh, Friday evening. And so the news came out that um, he and Barcelona are parting ways and and not because they want to, uh, but because their financial agreement didn't uh, agree with the rules of La Liga and the Spanish Football Federation. So it's a, a big story, big controversy. In terms what does of that internet, even mean? Do you? I have no clue. <laughs> I can explain it. Uh, but but first, I wanted to put in perspective, in terms of international sports, it dwarfs Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. It, it's the biggest news in, uh, in, in sport in terms of a player leaving a team uh, because Messi is, is just a monumental figure up there with Pelé. So B- Brady's up there, but I get Brady's up there in America. Internationally, uh, Lionel Messi uh, tops right. Tom Brady, and if you want to, I'll fight you on that. If you want to argue, no, you're right. Okay. I mean, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Okay. I'm, I'm not fighting. Yeah, so, is, yeah. Is, it, is it as big as us getting Paul Laduca a few years back? Ooh, uh, it it ranks up there. It, it <laughs> okay. really does. It ranks up there. But that's pa- a good analogy. I love that Marlins reference. Just mwah. so there's a couple of things here with Messi in Barcelona. Messi wanted to resign with Barcelona. Barcelona wanted them to resign. They agreed they were ready to sign a contract. And then La Liga and the Spanish Federation step in and say, wait, this doesn't meet our economic rules. You can't do it like this. And so Barcelona announces Lionel Messi will not be playing for Barcelona anymore. OK, even though both sides want it. Now, uh, what's ridiculous to me is that because both sides want it and because it is absolutely in the best interest of La Liga to keep this all time star. I still think that something is going to happen where uh, they're going to make this work. But if it doesn't, where's he going to go? That's I just assumed question. that the PSG thing was just to get even more insane, insanely more money than he already had at Barcelona. Like I thought this was all just like he was willing to scare the fans and make this feel like a real thing just to like show the Barcelona people like you better show me the dough or I will actually leave when he really doesn't plan on leaving. But I didn't even hear any of that stuff that you're talking about. I mean, it's it's a real drama right now that's fluid. And so by the time you're listening to this, maybe there's been a big development. But as the story stands now, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, they have the wherewithal. They have Qatari money. They have oil money. They have the wherewithal. There's like five teams that can afford them. That's the, right. that's the annoying and, thing and, about all this. But, but PSG has on its roster Neymar, who played with uh, Messi at Barcelona. So it would be an attractive landing spot. Is he going to end up at Inter-Miami? That's the real question that I care about. Well, the, the short answer is no. Um, both of the Manchesters, Manchester United and City in England, 
um, can afford him or but but Chelsea uh, is is a name that's that that's being bandied around uh, because Chelsea uh, has been very quiet uh, on the transfer market, which is uh, soccerese for uh, free agency. And so Chelsea might be able to make a play. I feel here. like you're just like kind of. I I basically was like, there's five teams that literally can afford him, and you're like, you know, he could end up at. You're naming the five teams that can afford him. You're like, he could end up at the Manchester's. Like, and your point is, my point is, is like, you know, I feel like we're being a little redundant here. Like, like you know, he could end up. Okay, like, for people who don't follow international soccer, I'm trying to give a broad perspective on where Messi might legitimately end up. I think for me. I think the odds are still pretty good that he's going to somehow end up bar- uh, back at Barcelona because it's in everybody's interest, uh, the clubs, Messi's, and the Federation, and La Liga. So I, I still think that could happen. Wait, I thought they can't do it. Like, I guess he's saying that like they'll figure something. Uh, we mentioned the other options, such as PSG. The reason it's not going to happen for Inter-Miami right now, anyway, is that Messi is 34. He's still in his prime, albeit his late prime. Uh, he ain't ready to retire to MLS yet. He still uh, has some some prime European years left. And there's just, in my view, there's no way he's ready to retire to MLS yet. So when he does, which will probably be in four or five years, then I do think Inter-Miami and David Beckham are a prime candidate for his services. He loves Miami. He has a, a, t- a, a condominium here. Uh, he, he's, he was here a few weeks ago and got swarmed coming out of a Miami restaurant. Which we talked about a couple of episodes I'm ago. Sure, so. I'm, sh- I'm sure that makes him want to be in Miami more. I mean, I'm sure he does want to be in Miami. But hey, fans, can we not mob him? Like, can he let people live? Like, just take a, take a picture from 20 feet away. Like, why are we oh, mobbing please. people? No, that's soccer. They love that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, let the mobbing let the mobbing happen. Seriously, I mean, but but anyway, the messy story is the biggest thing in sports right now, in in my view. I want to talk about how you were kind of annoyed at me there. I love how you, I love, like, it sounds so obvious in your tone when you get annoyed with me. Like, it's well, just. Well, look, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to explain to people because not everybody follows international soccer. And I'm trying to explain to people if he actually does leave Barcelona, which is still hard for me to believe. Oh God. These are the four teams I listed that, that could have a shot to get him. The major thing um, I took from what you said was the sad state that it is if people are actually referring to it as retiring to the MLS. That's not good on the that doesn't look good for the MLS. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that, too, actually. Well, that's obvious. Like, that is the case, though. I mean, that's just that's, why is that a thing? Because that's just, there's just so many better leagues like guys come here late in their careers when they're over their prime just so they can get paid because MLS will pay them. Like, So it won't even be exciting if he comes here by the time he comes here. Yes, it will. His original contract with Barcelona called for him to play five more years with Barcelona and then come to MLS and play his final two seasons with Inter-Miami. And he would be here around age 39 and 40. And as I said on this podcast a few weeks ago, bring it on because he will fill stadiums. I I really didn't mean, I didn't want to turn me saying, dad, you're annoyed with me into us rehashing this entire Lionel Messi segment again. He wanted you to know that he's came to play with the Messi conversation. What I'm I'm just saying, dad's coming at me saying that a lot of people don't know. I'm saying that I think more people know the teams that are in the mix than don't. Okay. So you're giving me the opportunity to be annoyed with you a second time. I'm just (laughs) saying, I'm I'm just like, you know, like, please, for the love of God, don't go into the messy spiel again. (laughs) Just let's transition on to something else. Okay. Um, I do want, uh, before, 
dad, I heard there's a six uh, surprise team. What do you know about that? <laughs> um, Everton. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? Seriously? That, how great would that be if Lionel Messi wound up with like a mid-table team? See, that's under radar mid-table. That's would have been shocking, and like I would have been into that if you would have had a team that you were thinking that he could go to, but you were just like, you know who we could go to? Manchester United, Man City, or Chelsea. And I'm just right. like, all right, what are we doing here? Okay, if I was making up <laughs> shit, yeah, I would say Everton. I would just, you know what? If I were making up shit, he's gonna go to the uh, AFC Richmond Greyhounds. He's gonna go. He's gonna start appearing in Ted Lasso and actually playing on that team. That's where Messi's gonna go. You heard it here first. That would be interesting. It sounds like Chris is saying that you mentioned the teams that like you could find on the bottom line on SportsCenter. Like, <laughs> let's just stay here. Let's stay right where we're at. Let's just stay here. This is fun. Let's not. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, we're running out of time. I want to talk about. I feel uh, like we should just cancel Mount Gregmore this week. You're too annoyed with me. I'll judge you too much right. for it. Like, I feel like we should just punt on Mount Gregmore this week because things are getting a little testy here as we end this episode. Okay. We're, we're going to punt on Mount Gregmore mainly because I forgot to do one this week anyway. So thank you for that. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give a quick uh, decal update. Yeah. Uh, a Greg Cody show decal update because we've now given away. Um, I have some stats here. Uh, I sent out a bunch more today. Uh, we've now responded to 315 fans from 45 different states who have sent in for decals. We've given away almost 700 of our 1,000 decals. Um, 45 states, District of Columbia, Canada. Um, our top 10 states are, these are the states that have uh, sent us at least 10 decal <laughs> requests. 10. You sure you don't want to do top 20? No, these are the 10 that have at least 10 requests from different parts of the state. Did you have to look for these stats? Like, did Yeah, these are on the internet, Mike. No, he kept these. Like, right. <laughs> what do you think? ESPN <laughs> keeps these stats? What are you talking about? Oh, no, I'm saying, why are you making the stats? Like, Because it interests me. Because he's a narcissist. I want people to know. <laughs> if, How great I am. <laughs> if, you, if you hear your state's name being called, you are not alone. There's plenty of people in your state. Florida. You think people are like, yeah! <laughs> All right. As soon as we're done interrupting, I'm actually going to read this list. Good. Florida, Wisconsin, Ohio, Texas, North Carolina, Connecticut, California, Pennsylvania, New York, and Virginia. Congratulations. Now, I also want to single out. Wait, who's the top three? Like, it just like rank them. Uh, well, Florida's number one. By how, with um, how many? I have my list in another part of the house if you want me to go get it. <laughs> it's in another folder. I just thought you had all your information. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You want me to go get the list? No. No. Put in a different ledger. Okay. It is a different ledger. Uh, now, I want to put the onus on the five states, the only five states in the union who we have not yet heard from. The five worst states. The five worst states in the union <laughs> do not send in a decal. And if you're listening in this state, I want you, you should to, be ashamed of yourself. Yes, I want your shoulders to slump. Yeah. I want your head to bow. And I bow. want you to feel a little guilty walking through the day. I'm talking to you, New Hampshire. <laughs> oh, wow. North Dakota, Mississippi, West Virginia, and Wyoming. <laughs> All right. So you got one from Hawaii. Yeah, we did. And Alaska. Do you have any international? Uh, well, other than Canada, no, which sort of surprises me because we do re really well every week in the Dominican Republic and, and elsewhere. So <laughs> I think we actually do. Like, I know he might be saying that as a joke, but like, don't we actually rate rank in like oh, yeah. random yeah. like countries? Croatia, no. Portugal. 
Really? Yo, I Why? love me some fans in Lisbon. What are they doing over there? They're listening to the Greg Cody show going, we love this. We absolutely love it, but not enough to ask for a decal. That's what they're saying over there. <laughs> we don't love it that much. And in New Hampshire, they love it, but not quite enough to ask for a decal. So has uh, has anyone sent you little trinkets or, or anything cool? Um, like send anything to you as like a little gift? Any dildos? Yeah. <laughs> please. Well, no, no, no dildos. Uh, no nude photos, which sort of surprises me. No dos. But um, I will tell you in all honesty, uh, I could cover an entire pool table with the letters and notes and mementos that people have included in their envelopes. I would say at least one third and maybe almost one half of all these requests we're getting uh, aren't just a self-addressed stamped envelope. They include personalized notes, drawings. I got a drawing today from a fan's, you know, nine-year-old son. That's cool. They send they send me uh, beer coasters from where they work and decals of their own and just stuff that nice. uh, are important to them. Are, and, are, you know, any, of these, like, are actually, any of these like sappy? Yeah, some of them are like, sappy, you, actually. You, before you get to that, you should actually collage these up at some point and maybe like hang it behind you in your shop. You don't need and, to like, tell them. Maybe like let all the things I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm I'm just thinking I'm spitballing here, but like improving your background with like things people have sent you. I don't know. I don't know. That's a very good idea. I will I will take a Chris, he made league leaders. He's yes. gonna do it. <laughs> I will take a photo of that and then let you figure out technologically how to put okay. it behind me. All right. But um Michael, when you ask if, if any of them are sentimental or whatever the word is you use, yes. Uh and the the theme that I get a lot and, and it's interesting because it's it's a rarity that I have Christopher and Michael, my both my sons on the show here. And um a theme I get a lot is is the father-son dynamic and how that resonates with so many uh fans of the show, both older folks and mostly younger folks whose father has either passed away or lives thousands of miles away. And um it it means a lot to me. And and usually when I send the decals, I I jot a little note back to them thanking them so much for, for their kind words and all. And um, it, it does mean a lot to me, and I'm so grateful. That's been the interesting thing about this decal giveaway is that uh, of people don't just ask for the decals. They want to express how much the show means to them. Yeah. And, and, and that means so much to me. And w- when I hear that, um, it, it does mean a lot to me. And, and Yeti, I know... I know you lost your own father, um, uh, so you can, I think, relate to the father-son dynamic that, that you hear on this show a little bit. Oh, big time. Yeah, my dad passed away uh, three years ago, and um, you know, he, w- he was my best friend. And I've, when I first started listening to The Levitard Show and, and started getting to know, you know, hear you over the, over the air, I, you know, he's from North Florida originally, and I've always, and I was like, it's like, it's almost like he is a North Florida Greg Cody or, um, and like, because there, there are certain things that you both embrace and that's the, you and him were not afraid to just be yourselves like unabashedly, like, like that was just going to be your thing, regardless of how goofy or, or silly certain things may be. You have so many little quirks and he does too. They're not the same, but just really like funny little quirks. A lot of it does involve like singing or, or silly catchphrases or something. And like, so, you know, like you reminded me a lot of that. And, and so like, you know, I always laughed and I was like, you know, there's, there's, you know, kind of like, kind of like my dad and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so, so it's cool. Like, 
I've always um, appreciated the father-son dynamic. There is an email somewhere from years ago. I can't remember if it was before or after my dad passed away where someone was like, somebody was getting after Chris about taking you for granted or something like that. And I might, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. I might've gotten after him as well. I don't think I really got after him, but I think it was, it was probably more along, along the lines of like, just thinking it's really cool and hoping that he cherishes the time that he gets to be able to actually like do something fun with his dad. And, um, and so, yeah, so it, it's, it, it, that's definitely something that resonates with me about your dynamic on the Levitard show and of course, the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody and the fact that I get to be a little bit a part of that. It's kind of cool, too. Well, I wish I would have been nicer to my dad this episode. <laughs> I didn't see this coming at the end. No, I because my dad is dead. Look, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that should have been the last words of the pop of the episode. Believe me, believe me, <laughs> we, are all, we are all flawed. And I know that I can be too short with my dad. And especially, you know, working with my dad as much as I do, I think I uh, I cherish it, obviously. And I really do thoroughly enjoy it, uh, getting to produce him and like, you know, uh, bring his eccentric- eccentricities to okay. life. All right. And just like showing him with the world. But honestly, it, it, I do need to work on being nicer and like in the moment, not being as short with him when he annoys me, even though he's incapable of learning anything with technology. Right. right. That's true. And he doesn't that. remember conversations that we have. Yeah, but outside of that, I love him so much and I love doing okay. that with him. That he doesn't remember it in the middle of the game that he said it already. <laughs> I mean, that that is my life. That Kevin Costner thing where right. he just completely forgot that that was right. a question. That is my life, but that's why I love him. Yeah, and right. I, I do appreciate I do appreciate doing this with you and that was beautiful what you and Yeti did and I had to bring the the I can't I don't have I'm not capable of emotion so I had to go to the funny but I just want you to know I do love you and I appreciate this. I love you dad. <laughs> I do want to say that um a, a fair percentage of the uh letters and notes that reference the father son dynamic say something to the effect tell Chris not to be so mean to you but having said that um Show, but, but it brings a, a dynamic to the show. Like the show just can't be kumbaya. Right. Like there has to be. I agree. People have to know that like outside of the show, he's way worse to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I do want people to realize that that the dynamic I have with both of my sons is exactly what you're hearing on this show. We, you know, we dig at each other. We laugh with each other. We needle each other, and um, and, and it, that's all real, and that's what you hear on this show. So <laughs> Needling we, it. We appreciate that uh, that you all appreciate it. Hey, we're going to dismount here because we're running a little long, I think. This is nice. Are, do these always end like this? Yeah. You guys always end with, like, a group hug? We go into therapy at the end of every episode, yeah. That's nice. That's right. But before we go, uh, I want to say, I want to tease that uh, we have reached out to Greg Lobo. We have reached out. That there is one player named Greg on the University of New Mexico Lobos football roster. Oh, God, I thought his name was Greg Lobo. I was just like, <laughs> good God. Well, that that's too good. I mean, that's... Oh, my God, that would have been amazing. You know, we're going to get him. We're going to pay for him to have his name legally changed, but we, it hasn't gotten that far yet. <laughs> so right now, uh, we're re- we've reached out to Greg Lobo. He's an offensive lineman named Greg Brown the second, and we're waiting to hear back uh, on whether or not he'll do this. <laughs> Wait, did Yeti just find that there is someone named Greg Lobo out there? I sure did. <laughs> oh, no. I need Yeti. Get him on next week. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I want him on for sure. 
So next week, we'll either have a Greg from the New Mexico Lobos or we'll have Greg Lobo. I mean, this is exciting. Oh, my God. It's a hell of a get. Probably not next week, but... Competing Greg Lobos. <laughs> uh, it is a get. Um, podcast family, thank you all. As always, we cherish you. Uh, you cherish our decals, and it makes for a nice partnership. Um, thank you all. Please review. Uh, don't subscribe. Rate, review, follow, unfollow continue to follow and do that ad infinitum until people who love you and are around you think you're going crazy because you're continually following and unfollowing and then following. We love you very much. Take the rest of the week off. We'll see you next Monday. And come on, Mississippi. You know, we did something earlier in this episode that as soon as I did it, I was like, you know what? We haven't done this for Yeti yet. So we're going to give Yeti a chance right now to promote his podcast. Yeti's been working with us for months now. And he's been very... I I thought he was going to be worse, if I'm being honest, about like (laughs) shamelessly plugging his podcast all the time. But he never does it. So I want to give him a platform. Go ahead, Yeti. Plug your podcast. Chris, thanks, man. I've been really excited to talk about my show. I've just been trying to wait for the right... This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it.